Welcome back to another podcast hosted by another Marvel guy. This is episode 16. Wow. What's up, Colin? How we doing? You know, I'm doing good. Just surviving a random blizzard in the beginning of February and just hoping uh, I don't have to dig my car out anytime soon. Hashtag working from home. Let's go. Yeah. uh, Usually in New Jersey, we get snow late. I know you're not in New Jersey, but you're closer down towards here now than you used to be. But this is a common occurrence. Yeah. We literally get nothing the first, like, normal months of uh, winter, and then just get absolutely wrecked in February or March. Yeah, it definitely is. Definitely is unexpected. But, um, I mean, how many episodes have passed since we recorded the last one? Of WandaVision, of course. Um, By the way, we're a Marvel podcast, everybody. If you didn't know that, that's what we're going to be talking about. Yeah, that is true. Uh, I like to talk MCU. Uh, if you, If this is your first time listening... Dope. I don't know where you're listening to, but we're on Apple, Google, Spotify, Anchor, and more. You can follow me on Twitter at another Marvel G. I am on pretty much everything: TikTok, Instagram, YouTube's the big one. Another Marvel guy. Go sub there. We're ten away from two hundred. That's fire. Let's do it. And yeah, let's just dive into a little bit of Wandavision before some other stuff, other minor stuff. We did a episode review. After the first week, so after episode one and two, yep, I just smacked my mic. <laughs> um, so now it's three and four. Got a little bit more. Well, actually, we got a lot more in four. You want to just you want to just start with three? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so I mean, three started off. Uh, I mean, three is really where we started to see the cracks in the reality, and we we're starting to realize that like complex level of relationships that wanda has with everybody in the reality like yes you know vision starts to question the reality which is a huge herring to me but like obviously it's not as crazy as what we see in the next episode but even to call out wanda and just say something's not right um was definitely cool and and i mean obviously it's it's hard not to reference four when talking about episode three but like what came next was just, I mean, was it expected? Like, Vision with seeing that? We can talk about them as one episode, honestly, because I kind of think, because okay. basically what happens at the end of episode three is what we see start to see from the opposite perspective with yeah. Monica and um, Wanda. And uh, obviously it starts with, yeah, Vision questions her and says, something's wrong here. She pulls a cha-cha slide and reverses. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Uno reverse card. Because anytime that there's something wrong, she realizes that there's a little, you know, not everything's 100%. So she's she, got She's got that remote from Click. She, oh, nope, we messed it up. Let's let's run it back. Let's, let's try it again. Movie. Yeah, great movie. I mean, maybe maybe we're seeing some influences from that. No, I, I'm joking. One of the interesting <laughs> things though about the uh cuts or is that you're not really seeing that on the outside like it's not really reflected in the tv broadcast that's layered over the cmbr radiation you know like some like even darcy kind of mentions mentions that in episode four um you know someone is editing this broadcast i mean that kind of implies that there is someone 
watching over this, changing it, you know? What do you think? I think we're going to start to uh, see him or her. I don't know how they're going to do it, obviously. I mean, it's possible that Dottie is. Really? Well, she's supposed to be pretty important in the late episodes. And uh, she did an interview, and uh, she was asked, you know, and she said, well, me and Wanda have a pretty uh, interesting relationship at the end or something like that. Well... I don't well, think I don't think she's I don't think she's Mephisto. But I'm I think she saying, plays a really sinister role. Yeah, you know, I'm not saying that she isn't, and I'm not saying I mean, I guess we've only really ever seen her for what, two minutes? Like Yeah. She she I don't very, think it would make sense for her to be Yeah, Mephisto. I just what I wanted to get more of this episode that we didn't like me and you talked about it, we joked about it with our friends and we said that this answers so many questions. But just gives us so many more to ask. And but but one of the big questions that wasn't answered for me in episode three and episode four, honestly, it was kind of hinted at in episode three is who Agnes is. Like I I know everyone in the comic book fandom has thus anointed her as Agatha Harkness, including us, you know. We just kinda speak with her and one in the same breath. But I'm really looking forward to seeing who she like is? Who she actually is. How she yeah. relates to Wanda? Is she the the one of the notes I wrote down is is she the missing person? Which she's probably not because we have to remember they did show up to the fake town of Westview to look for a missing person. By the way, just reminding you of that. It's crazy. First off, guys, that it it is happening in Westview. It, it is kind of awesome just because. You know, Alex is a New Jersey native himself, and who knows? He could be in this alternate reality. Well, no, I'm from Eastview, actually, like the cop. Oh, you're from Eastview, because Westview yeah. doesn't exist. That is correct. Correct. Um, One thing I want to bring up, there was a TV spot not too long ago, and it shows Wanda in a very dark kind of like haunted house almost. And then I realized that there was a set pick of Agnes's house that looks like a witch's house. Yeah. Major fucking spoiler alert, because I'm pretty sure I just gave away something. Wait, say it again. Wait, you can't say I think spoiler alert be... after. Maybe you have to edit this and then just go, spoiler alert, and then edit that. Nah, fuck in. it. But if I... you listened, you already know. Damn. Okay, I, think she, I, I think she's going to start to realize there's something weird going on with Agnes. Yeah. Goes to her house, basically finds out, you know, where she lives, and she starts finding out these secrets that are deeper within her reality, and that's where she realizes that she's not fully in control, and that there uh, is someone else behind it. Wow. And is it is it Agatha? It's gonna be right. I want it to be. Yeah. Good. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, she def. It. It's like. It's like. I don't know how to describe it, but we basically know, like you know, there's some things you just know that are coming. Yeah, like that's something you just know that's coming. There's no way to there's you shouldn't really overthink it. Like she's yeah. she's definitely Agatha and, in my opinion. And if and if Agnes is one of the characters whose question I didn't have answered in the last episode, well, I remember when we were talking about we need to know a little bit more about Monica. This episode explained that for us. You know, we got the full origin yeah. story, the the 
the heroic loss in the beginning, you know, writing out one of the bigger characters. We get the introduction of Sword. We get a his brief, like, a quick history of Sword that we can kind of imply based off, you know, what happened in Captain Marvel, and we know S.H.I.E.L.D., and we know Nick Fury, and we know Sword, and we know Rambo. And it's just kind of, it was kind of awesome. I, I really liked how they paid that character service. It wasn't like a, oh, you're off to the side. We're showing you because you're... You're related to someone in Captain Marvel. Oh, interconnectivity. Look, she's standing there. She's an agent. Like, I really like how they went back yeah. and kind of paid that off. Yeah, I think uh, I didn't know Tiana Paris before um, this, obviously. But uh, yeah. I think she's going to, she's probably going to be a star. Oh, for sure. I, I liked her character a lot. I think uh, she brings like a cool kind of, I don't know. I think it's just like her whole persona, like in the MCU, it just fits well. I thought that was a really good episode. One of it the was, reasons why I liked it because it had like a serious tone. Yeah, it felt real. We were back in reality. Yeah, there you go. That's that's a good way to put it. It was like finally, like the the sitcom stuff is really cool, and like we're obviously about to get into like more the of even it. better parts yeah. of it. Um, but yeah, seeing kind of like the MCU again for the first time in like two uh, years. Not two years, a year and a half. But, yeah, it was just really cool. If you haven't seen it, she's coming back from the blip. She's waking up in the hospital. But um, she eventually she goes back into S.W.O.R.D. And the conversation between this new character, Tyler, and Monica was, was very interesting. And I think it revealed, like, a really interesting power dynamic between the two. And um, number one, the first thing I pointed out to you, nobody calls the director by their first name unless they're like best friends right because you don't go up to somebody that you know is the director right she showed up there knowing she had a meeting so she knew he was the, the director and she calls him tyler always refers to him as tyler 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 i just think that kind of shows that they, they either knew each other in the past they butted heads maybe they they went different ways and obviously now tyler has become you know new person shows up in the mcu guess what he's a scroll he has to be he must be alex he's a scroll i know he is he's a scroll who's manipulating wanda and the witches from the outside it's the best part about the scroll theories is watching people try to fit it into the narrative that's my favorite part if you yeah and if you think they're coming in what do you what do you think's gonna happen i mean they're probably gonna be involved yeah, I mean, I don't think that the scroll. Obviously, I don't think I never thought the scrolls were behind everything. I just think they play like maybe an underlying factor, or they're just. I mean, what the reality is, they're probably just setting the scrolls up for secret invasion, which is coming next year. Yeah. So I mean, you know, why would you? Why would you just? I you know, I think the MCU is always like looking to the future, while they're in their you know present storytelling. So I feel like it'd be weird to just jump into secret invasion without really no sort of indication other than the one 10 second scene of fury you know up in space true true but do you think they need to start this early i mean it, it, in that tone are we laying the ground for thor love and thunder and like you know what i'm trying to say yeah like you know they just always are laying the groundwork for things in the future and true. Uh, one of the things that's weird to note about so uh, this is in my video which is coming out you guys will have already heard this or saw it um if you haven't, go check it out right now. Basically, I think Tyler is a scrawl, but not necessarily like in any sort of um, connection with WandaVision. I think that you know this is just the intro to his character. 
Yeah. Why would you really, why would you use like that type of actor and stuff that just for this kind of like military role? You know, I think it's a little bit more than that. No, I agree. And I think that he could just, that could just be built into sword in general, you know? Yeah. Like sword and scrolls equal the same thing. And like you talk about laying the foundation and I mean, I hate to jump out of order here, but we're eventually going to get to it, you know, hearing cosmic background radiation and, you know, astronauts disappearing in space is naturally getting every Marvel fan to start thinking about one thing. What is that, Alex? Uh, The Incredible Hulk 2 with Edward Norton. (laughs) No, it's Fantastic Four. Thank you. Okay. Just, uh, I'm I'm glad you responded correctly after that insidious first response. But, (laughs) yeah, I mean, I think that's completely a possibility saying you know they're sword agents up in space they're affected by the snap and then you know bam next thing the 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 thing is jumping out you know no pun intended but i think that's likely the case really um because it's yeah and yeah i mean i don't i guess the other option is uh to pull them out of the quantum realm in chronopolis with True. um came the conqueror and True. like while that's a cool idea you know i think we're gonna start to get into the point where it's like Oh, okay. Well, we're just using the quantum realm now as a gateway to bring in every possible character. And I think but it I mean, gets so lazy writing if they yeah, do Yeah, true. I think dealing with consequences that we we actually know, like the snap, is more realistic in introducing them. I just wonder if they already have those. You know, I'd be dying to know. Not, I'd be wondering. Dying to know if they've casted those characters. Yeah. I'd be dying Who? to know. The Fantastic Four. Oh, uh, uh, I don't think so. You don't think so? No. I I think when there's usually casting like calls and all that, you at least know some information like when they're looking for it. Like I'm sure they're they're their baseline right now. Like, all right, there's a board and you know, we have a bunch of options we're gonna go look for. But I don't think they've uh, made their decision yet. Yeah. Especially because Fantastic Four is probably not coming out until twenty twenty three. So you still got like ten movies before that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, one thing I do want to talk about real quick, though, you were mentioning uh, director Tyler and Monica. Sword's been around for longer than people think, like way longer. Uh, Maria, which is her mom, uh, you know, set it up, and she's and director Tyler said, you know, you you grew up here basically. Your mom built this from the ground up. So I think the connection there is that they've just known each other for years. Yeah, regardless, like. I don't know. It, and the the part that kind of put me off was why he felt the need to apologize over and over again. You know, it's either he's Captain America level of a good guy or he's guilty about something, you know? That's and a good point. not to mention there are hexagon patterns in his room. Yes, there there's also hexagon patterns behind Fury in that post credit scene on the sword ship. <gasps> what are, what do they mean? What does the hexagon mean? The hexagons are everywhere. I personally, like, I'm going to, I explained this in my video. I think the hexagon, like, uh, emergency, shout out Emergency Awesome. He's, he's a, he has dope videos. Um, he best. was talking about how the hexagon structure in general, like, scientifically, in natural habitats, it's used a lot. That's why you see it in honeycombs. It's a really strong structure, and it's easy to make. And so, really, all, if you're looking at a hexagon, all it is is a few triangles put together, right? 
So while yeah. the triangle is the strongest shape, technically the hexagon is used more often um, for base facilities. I know the sword facility kind of looks like a hexagon shape as well. Now, all that is is a recreation of one of the SpaceX um, platforms. Really? That's interesting. So it's it's interesting if that's just a coincidence that it kind of looks like a hexagon or if uh, Mr. Foggy did him, his research and, uh, you know, using it for that specific reason. Yeah, maybe. Well, you know, I don't think hexagons are an accident. Excuse my lack of Definitely English. Not. You know, and, and... Westview is a hexagon. Yeah, Westview is a hexagon. Um, we're seeing that motif throughout. And then we also see, uh, like I sent to you, when the Avengers are traveling in space, whenever they go to warp speed, or the Guardians, the Guardians. It's it looks like... You rip through space and time, and and you open a hexagon, and you go through the hexagon, and it's yeah, it's just kind of something that now we know they've been setting up for longer. But it's also, you know, it kind of it's kind of like Jimmy Jimmy Woo reinforcing that theory by writing down why hexagons on his whiteboard. Which, mm-hmm. if you'd like to know the answer to that, you could watch Alex's video at Another Marvel Guy on YouTube. Yes, that is correct. Um, I think another cool thing with the hexagons is, you know, we see the hexagon structure in the Sanctum in the Doctor Strange movie in the library. That's what the books are set oh, in. Oh, yeah. Like, it's like a yeah, shelf. yeah, yeah. You sent me that. That that was definitely cool. Yeah, I think it. I think the hexagon plays a part in the natural usage of a hexagon, you know, being, uh, you know, as a good design and powerful. But I think we're going to see it used as like a an influx of time and space. Um like, because, that's how you, you cross know. over. It would have been cool if when they did the convergence in Thor, if those were hexagons. Remember in Thor 2? The convergence. Honestly, I forget everything in Thor 2. The, I haven't seen Thor it In so Thor 2 at the very end, it's <laughs> this is how dumb this plot is. It's the convergence of the seven realms, or nine realms. <laughs> and you could go between one and the other really quickly. But when they all line up over each other, it's like big circles, like layered on top of each other. So if they were, you know, had a little bit more foresight, they could have done it then as well. But anyway, sorry to derail you with Thor 2, The Dark World. Yeah, man, you just totally killed my whole thing. Yeah, but you were talking no. about hexagons and how they're natural. I, I, I It sounds like, um, what is it, uh, Mordo? It sounds like you're Mordo's best friend. It is the natural order. No magicians. Hexagons are the shape of reality. It's interesting if oh. Mordo shows up in WandaVision at the end. I don't think he will. We'll get into that real I quick. I really, I really, 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 really think. Money down, bet on the table. That Doctor Strange will play a major role in either the last or the last two episodes of this series. One thing to talk, last thing to talk about for WandaVision um, before we move on. A Luke Skywalker and Mando reveal is said to be coming at the end of WandaVision. Now, there was a leak. Uh, there's one person definitely coming, which I think we all knew. I don't think I texted you about it because I didn't know if you wanted to be spoiled or not. Who? Was, well, I'm not going to say it over, on, over well, here. Text me right now, and I'll just you'll get my live reaction. Okay. I won't. I won't say. Cue the Jeopardy music. 
No way. Okay. I mean, I kind of feel like that's going to happen. That's it. yeah. I feel like we've talked about that briefly as a theory, like year, like months ago. Yeah, there's a spin on it. Um, I think people will be surprised, but I don't think now unless Elizabeth Olsen, Jesus, unless unless Elizabeth Olsen doesn't keep up with social media, which I know she doesn't have anything really. I think she has an Instagram, but yeah, she's probably not checking leaks. They're also busy filming, so. I think she could be talking about that, but if she's saying Luke Skywalker level, like that means he's not Luke it. Skywalker. No, he or she is not Luke Skywalker. I feel like Luke Skywalker level would be like Edward Norton from The Incredible Hulk. No, that's actually <laughs> the complete opposite. <laughs> I like even even Tony Stark. This isn't gonna happen. So everyone relax. Okay, he's dead. Even if Tony Stark showed That's up. That's what I was going to say, too, Tony. Or Captain America. Yeah, I just don't... I don't... That's still not Luke Skywalker level, if you think about it. Like, when I'm thinking Luke Skywalker, I'm thinking kind of, like, legacy-like almost. I'm thinking Magneto, Fastbender. No I'm way. I'm thinking... Yeah, I'm thinking... I don't think this is going to happen either, but I'm thinking, like... Hugh Jackman, Wolverine. I mean, that would just be absolutely fucking absurd Can at that Can you point. imagine... <laughs> I mean, that's the thing, though. She's talking about it, like, so... Someone said that, too. Like, she's talking about it like it's this huge person. So, like, I just don't see it being some, like... Like, Doctor Strange is inevitable. I'm almost positive he's in the show. You know what I yeah, mean? Like I agree. Like, that's not Luke Skywalker level, either. And someone mentioned Tobey Maguire, which I don't think is going to happen. That would be so But dumb. I could see... Yeah, I could see, like... You know, I don't know who it's going to be. I mean, any guesses. I think it's got to be someone like Magneto level or she's just playing us. And then Paul Bettany said that he's filming these scenes and they're really intense and it was someone he always wanted to work with. So that well, kind of brings it into another perspective. And it, I don't could, know who he's talking about. It could be. Now, she said Luke Skywalker level. She could have been referring to how it was kept a secret for so long. It could be like, you know, a completely random character. It could be a totally new actor. Who knows? I mean, I guess we'll find out. I think that's probably towards like episode eight or so. So that that's cool. I'm gonna say it's Korg. Korg. Oh, I knew it. You know what? Not even Korg. It's it's Meek. Meek would be great. Yeah, he'd probably die though, but then actually really be alive secretly. Speaking of Korg and Meek, uh, let's move on to some news. Uh, so there were some Thor 4 set picks, um, a few. Uh, we got a pick of Mr. Hemsworth and Mr. Pratt in their new suits. Yeah. Um, pretty pretty dope. Thor has the uh, the classic Thunderstrike. He had that braid. Yeah, he has the braid. He's ripped. He is, dude, he's massive right now. He's shredded. Um, so he's... I what mean, did you expect? Yeah, they're gonna make a joke about it. I'm sure within like the first five minutes, he's gonna like, lift like two weights, or they're gonna show him lifting, and it's gonna be like a like a airline, like a like a Boeing seven thirty seven or like a aircraft carrier, and he's just gonna be benching it, and he's just gonna get ripped again. They're gonna show over, and Chris Pratt's gonna be eating a sandwich. You, no, he's gonna remember, be trying to figure out sandwich. a Bowflex. Oh yeah, trying to figure out a bow flex, not getting it to work, and and then he's he's like, 
he it snaps back and the cable hits him in the head and then Thor like flies by with like Stormbreaker in one hand and just ripped already and is like just making fun of him. Quail, <laughs> hurry up! Quail, I can't wait to see them together. All the Guardians are there. Kraglin is there. They showed set pics of what appears to be Gord's home planet. Uh, it looks like that's what they're building right now. And what's Gord's home planet? Uh, I'm not sure. I forget. I looked it up. Uh, I didn't write it down though. But um, yeah, Chris Pratt actually has a really cool jacket. Uh, part of his new costume. Nebula was on set. So the Asgardians of the galaxy are uh, getting ready to put on a show. I think Thor Four is going to be incredible. I completely agree, one hundred percent. Yeah, I'd say that's probably in my top three. I'd probably go like Eternals, uh, Doctor Strange two, Thor four. I mean, didn't you movies. say it was going to be like uh, Civil War two point five, or civ- a clone of Civil War in the sense that it's like an a- Avengers, Avengers movie in between, in between Avengers. Avengers movies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it's going to be sick. I'm excited. I wonder how big the budget for that is. For Thor 4, it's probably got to be pushing that 200 mil mark, which is like the top end of uh, the solo movies. Yeah, probably. Well, um, I'm very excited for that. I'm also excited for what I think you're about to talk about, which is... The new Wakanda series. Yes, the new announcement that we heard from uh, Ryan Coogler Studio that they will be doing a five-year exclusive, or is five-picture, five-year or five-picture? Five year, so five year deal with yeah Marvel Studios, Dis- uh, Disney Plus technically, but yeah, it's it's yeah. Marvel. That's awesome. I- I'm super excited for that. I'm, you know, I'm nervous, but I'm also very excited to see you know how they reintroduce Wak- well, not reintroduce Wakanda, but through which lens they bring us back into Wakanda. Yeah, I wrote on my Twitter, I was like, uh, this is like extremely exciting and extremely heartbreaking at the same time, because obviously Chadwick, you know, there's no T'Challa, but I think what they're going to do, because Coogler really wanted to dive into Wakanda, which I think is what a lot of people want to see, and you can't really do that in a movie, so I think the movie's going to touch on the, um, you know, moving on from... From Black Panther, from T'Challa... And there's rumors that, like, Doctor Doom is going to try to invade uh, Wakanda. So I think we're going to start, you know, we're going to see Wakanda on a big scale. Yeah. And in the series, we're going to see, you know, the, the cultural aspect and literally exploring Wakanda and the different side characters. That'd be crazy. I mean, I'm super excited. I want to see how Sherry ends up playing into not just this series, but into the Avengers as a whole going forward. I mean, I guess we don't really yeah. say anything bad about these things, but, uh, you know, it's just really a lot of excitement. You know, I, I just feel like we're out here. Obviously, we're Marvel fanboys, and we talk about the news, yeah. but <laughs> it's it's tough when you, you wait two years, and then they come back, and we get WandaVision, which is just, in my opinion, amazing. And now it's like we're seeing everyone starting to get back to filming, so we get set picks. It feels like the old Marvel cycle. Except like for the fact that Black game. Widow is never going to be released. <laughs> What's Black Widow? Is that is that a uh, movie? It's this movie about an OG Avenger, and she finally got her movie that everyone's been waiting on, but they just decide to not release it. Wow. Captain Marvel got a movie, though. Yeah. 
Captain Marvel 2 is actually going to be really cool. I'm um, excited. Yeah, because the first one, you know, it was okay, in my opinion. But um, I think the second one has a lot of potential, especially with, like, Monica joining Miss Marvel. Yeah, it's kind of hard probably, to do uh, an origin that's not related yeah. to the universe at all in any way other than preceding it. Like, the universe acted as, like, a shackle on the story. Like, when you go before, mm-hmm. when you go before time, it's like, oh, you can't do anything. Like... You have to remain within these rules. Coulson can't see a scroll because then he would know for this series. Fury can't do this, and you know what I mean. It's like I feel. I feel like they locked them in. In like every other movie, every other solo movie. The only other movie that I've ever seen like that was Ant Man Two, where it was like, here we are stuck in the middle of. Possibly the two biggest yeah. movies in the history of mankind, just to give some, you know, necessary like explanation as to what this character has been up to, so that he could come back and be reliable in Endgame. Like, it's just yeah, that's a really good point. I think there's very few times where like the outside story inhibits the regular story, but. Yeah, those I mean those two movies were literally in between, you know, Infinity War and Endgame. And so I really think that Yeah, that was for the for the first time you you started to see like the you know, rest- constraints in between two massive movies. I mean, yes, Ant-Man 2 had to be there for the quantum realm, which is, you know, literally why I only watched it. I, I don't like that movie really. Yeah, it's um, it's not that good. And then Captain Marvel is like, oh, okay, well she's uh, she's gonna be in Endgame, so we have to introduce her and yeah. tie it in, and it's just yeah, it's kind of you know flips all over the place, but. And then like, oh, let's uh, put her in Endgame, and then oh, she's gone for eighty percent. Oh, she's back, like yeah, yeah. I mean, they didn't have to bring her in, but yeah. I think it was. If you look back, it was a perfect time to bring her in, just because it'd be weird to bring her in now, especially with. Monica Rambeau coming, yeah. you know, and she still has one Captain of the best Marvel scenes too. in all of Marvel. The um, the shipwreck. Yeah. Oh my God, that's like it's Cap getting for me the f- first time. I didn't, I couldn't even really comprehend Cap getting Mjolnir, but then, but at the end when I realized like, oh my God, like anything is up for grabs right now. Like Marvel's about to do anything they want. When she just came in out of nowhere, and I really thought they were gonna lose. Like, I really did. For a second, I'm like, holy crap, they actually might lose this. Like, a lot of people are going to die. And then she just, like, beep, 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 and they play her theme, and she just comes in and, like, yeah. Whoosh, and the, the, the entire ship just gets wrecked. And then for the first time, you see panic on, like, actually the second time, you see panic on Thanos' face. First time was when he was fighting uh, uh, Wanda. Yeah, I know there was a... You know, there's obviously a whole bunch of, like, fan rumors and, like, theories and stuff that there was going to be another villain. And so, like, when Thanos first died, it was like, oh, shit. Like, is that what's actually going to happen? Yeah. And then there was, like, you know, theories about, like, other heroes showing up or, like, Nova. So, like, when everyone first looks up and then you see, uh, you hear Friday go, or Tony and Friday are talking to each other. And, like, who just, she's like, oh, she just entered the upper atmosphere or whatever. I was like, who, who is this? And then you realize Captain Marvel has been gone for the entire movie, which is why they did it. It's the same. Yeah, exactly. Oh, such a great scene. I remember after that, I used to work out in the gym to the song 
portals. Uh dude, it's still on my uh lift and run list. Uh, Funny as hell. I God. love it though. Here like this is us. We just spiraled down a Marvel uh appreciation. Dude, hour. that was a that was a moment of like history. There's so many emotions during that time because we were ending school, so it was like, wow, you really don't want school to end. Yeah. At the time, I kind of did, but at the same time, I didn't. And then it was like, but we need time to go by to get to this movie. It was a it was a tough spot. And and for <laughs> me too, I was like, a lot of transitions, a lot of big decisions had to be made. And the one thing that always kept constant was Endgame. Endgame comes out, and I remember a flood of Endgame hype. I remember everybody would ask me about it. All my friends, because they all knew that I was a Marvel nerd. You weren't a Marvel nerd yet. I was a Marvel nerd from day one, right? Like, I knew it all. Um, well, for Endgame, with, I was. For Endgame, you got there. But I was more known as the Marvel nerd. But regardless, uh, yeah, everybody would ask me stuff. And I just remember the first day I bought tickets. I bought it for me, you, and Brucey, right? No. So no, we what didn't go was, together. Remember- I bought yeah, it for myself. Yeah, the theaters got split. Yeah, I bought tickets for me, Brucey, and G. And we went, and it was sick, and I was so upset that we couldn't see it again. And then I found that terrible bootleg. Uh, don't arrest me for illegal streaming. But I would watch it over and over again. And we would just talk about it on end, talk about our favorite parts, and it was like, then I remember they released it on Netflix that December. Remember? Like at Christmas? Yeah. And then me and you literally watched it like nonstop. Oh, it was great. Or they, I forget what they put it on. Well, technically it was on Disney+. Plus. No, no, they didn't put it on it. They didn't. No, no. It was they released Infinity War. Yeah, that's, that's what it was. That's what it was. Infinity well, War was watched just so many times on Netflix. I want to watch... Um, more WandaVision. I'm so excited. Uh, I want Me more too. content. I just want more. I've been in the mood to watch Iron Man 3 because I watched the behind the scenes, like how they did the scene at his home and stuff. Yeah. They had like a real platform that like uh, literally traversed like as he's falling. It was kind of crazy. You should You should watch it. I think I've seen it, to be honest. I've watched like, I've been on YouTube holes just watching you know, behind the scenes or interviews of actors. So I, I, yeah. I've i probably been there. Remember, I've been in this game since this YouTube Iron Man Marvel watching gang since Iron Man 1. Like, I've been yeah. as addicted as you the have OG. for like 10 years. And it didn't start till I saw Iron Man by accidentally on HBO. And then it was like game over. Or it was FX. I saw a tweet. I sent you it. It was like, uh, if you told me in 2008 that 10 years from now, I'm going to see Spider-Man jumping through a Doctor Strange portal and kicking Thanos in the face, then I would have laughed at you or something. I don't even think and that's the craziest moment. I think I, I, I think no, that's hilarious, like, and I respect if it. If you look at it, like all those insane. little things that you don't take the time to actually... Re- like Spider-Man is jumping through a portal kicking Thanos. Yeah. Like, if you break it down, it's so yeah. cool. Yeah. No, dude, that's that's awesome. But one of the things that I think is better is Spider-Man holding the Infinity Gauntlet after webbing up on Mjolnir, rides a Pegasus with Valkyrie. That Captain then, America threw to him, by the way. That Captain America threw to him. 
and then spirals down out of the air in black pants. Who who comes and grabs it from him? Or no. Then, in the meantime, Wanda just rips off Thanos' armor, and he's like, rain fire. And then, yeah, we're just explaining <laughs> Endgame now. But Sire, <laughs> but Sire. Our teams are always great. Like, they but Sire, <laughs> our troops. One last thing I want to get into was um, someone said, I'm just going to point this out. Someone said, you know, if you really like the opening scene of episode four in WandaVision, you'll like Falcon and Winter Soldier because uh, the snap reference plays a yep. big part, which is cool. I mean, we saw there's a set pick of um, like construction site or something. It was like repairing your home, you know, one at a time. And it was like something about the snap. So that's cool. Um, also just came out. You probably don't know this. Don Cheadle's war machine is to appear in Falcon and Winter Soldier. Wow. I didn't know that. And wow. I don't think it's a cameo. I think it's a little bit bigger than that. Wow. Very exciting. I think it's going to have to play with the Accords, I'm thinking. Because he signed Cause it. Because as soon as, yeah, and as soon as Rhodey comes back, then he's got to talk to Thunderbolt Ross. I think this is where we start to see all the Accord situation go down. Wow. That is some, um, that's definitely some news. Some news for sure. And the last bit of news here. Hit me with the uh, news. GameStop, AMC getting absolutely shredded. Fuck the suits. Fuck Wall Street. Bye, bye, bye. Bye, bye, hold. bye. Hashtag hold the line. I'm still hold holding the line on the AMC. We're line. Good. Watch those hedge fund babies cry their way to the bank. Uh, knock, knock. Who's there? Nokia. Bye, bye, bye. Bye, bye, bye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, all right, I'm, I'm done with that. Uh, if you haven't um, kept up with that news, though, it is, it is pretty interesting, like, if you're into um, stocks and stuff. Uh, they actually just, uh, they're already starting development on um, a movie based around the uh, the short squeeze, you know, GameStop bet thing that's going on. Hilarious. Which is uh, crazy. It's probably going to be good. I just hope that yeah. they do it right. Do you think there'll be any Marvel tie-ins? <laughs> no. <laughs> And the last thing here, since we're approaching like the 40 plus, oh, we're over 40. Wow. Um, question of the week, which project will be the turning point of the next phase? For example, Ultron sets up the Infinity Saga and, I mean, pretty much everything since then. But <laughs> I think you can say that Civil War was the changing movie of uh, the Infinity Saga. It basically shaped, you know, the, how Avengers 3 and 4 played out. So my question is to you, like I said, which project do you think will be the turning point of this next phase? Wow. Um, I'm inclined to say Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, but part of me is saying Thor, Love, and Thunder might do... that. You know, they might play an equal role. You know, it might be a little bit Doctor Strange... Kind of sets up the more grounded multiverse types thing, and then Thor sets up cosmic. I mean, I don't really know. It's kind of hard to tell right now. It almost feels like Wandavision is that show. Like with how yeah. much crap is happening, it's like, is there going to be turning points anymore? Is it going to be everything matters? Which is kind of cool, but also like kind of like whoa. That's a good point. I think yeah. For me, I'm gonna go. Because I do truly think they're splitting it up where it's like cosmic with Thor 4. Like that's the setup. And then yeah. your your political grounded is 
Black Widow, Falcon and Winter Soldier, She-Hulk, Sp- kind of Spider-Man 3, but then again, that plays a part in the multiverse, so I'll go Doctor Strange 2 is the multiverse turning point, and Ant-Man 3 is uh, Quantum Realm. Wow. So you think Ant-Man 3? I think Ant-Man 3 is going to bring in a lot, and then we obviously know Kang, who's going to be set up in maybe Loki. I have I got to make my video on that, but um, yeah. I think that's what will go. That's exciting. I mean, that's what's to come. Um, if you guys are excited about it and you want to stay up to date, follow us on this podcast. Leave us a good review. Mm-hmm. Um, make sure you follow Alex at Another Marvel G on Twitter and um, at or just not at Another Marvel Guy on YouTube. Other than that, we'll catch you in the next episode, or should I say, in a blip. Peace.